0: Hello yogi, welcome to my podcast. I'm Aiko and on this show we explore ways to put spiritual theory into sustainable practice. So welcome, Cham.
1: Thank you. Happy to be here.
0: Happy you're here in our new series of the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. So last time we just introduced this uh, sacred book, the edition that we are studying and why it is important for yogis to to study the book and at least to know what the book is about. So, today we're going to speak about uh, the first four sutras, which uh, they explain what is yoga and why.
1: Yes, like why to practice yoga. May I just give like a brief overview of the verses, and then we can go into them one by one. Yeah, sure. But it's like very logical so so the first one is simply says that now the teachings of yoga so it's just an introduction to the whole book it's simply saying like now we're going to study yoga
0: mm.
1: and then the three first uh, verses uh, or texts like number two gives the, the definition of yoga then it kind of elaborates on that in in two verses so the definition of yoga is that yoga is the stilling of the movements of the mind and then the third verse says that uh, mm. kind of implying that when that is when that has happened like when the movements of the mind are stilled then our very being is resting in its own being like we rest in our own being mm. and then the fourth verse uh, says that and if we don't do that, basically the state that we're in right now where where we are not resting in our own being, then we are identifying with those movements of the mind. So yoga is the stilling of the movements of the mind. When that is done, we are resting in our own being. And if we don't do that, then we are identifying with the fluctuations of the mind.
0: Yeah. Very beautiful explain. And I really like how you give a real clear meaning of this first part
1: thank you yeah uh, I'm, I'm very impressed re- uh, like reading this it's very uh, just helpful the way the, the author the way patanjali has structured everything it's
0: yeah yeah so let's get uh, into the first sutra
1: yes so that is an. Uh, there are different types of sutras. Sutras means these, uh, like uh, like one sutra is just a f- few words. It can sometimes be only one word or two words, or or three words. But like, it's it's usually not even like a, like a sentence. It's just it is kind of like a seed. So you have these kind of potent few words, and from that you can elaborate so much so we have all these commentaries there are several like classical commentaries and then there are many 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 like modern commentaries also because so much can be said about these few words so the first sutra uh says atha yoganushasanam that's it so it, it simply says now the study of yoga
0: i was uh, hearing from and now i don't remember his name but um uh a very, very interesting guy. And next time I will have his name. <laughs> um, and he was saying, he's, uh, he's a um, Sanskrit scholar. He was saying that the meaning is, uh, and now, uh, meaning like this time, the now. And then he says, the self-discipline of yoga. So he says that here it, um, it's important to, to say that because it's a self-discipline. like meaning that the, that at the end at the end of the day, what is yoga is not, is not a philosophy or an idea, but it's the self-discipline that you create in your daily life towards the entire day so it's not on the mat it's everywhere of course also on the mat but everywhere so he was uh, really much emphasizing on this uh, self-discipline in this first sutra
1: Mm. yes i believe that's uh, the 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 ending there shasanam that's the discipline part
0: yeah self-discipline it's not just Mm. discipline
1: Mm. yes that is, uh, yes. Uh, and the Atha is what means now. Mm. Uh, and many other collections of sutras begin with that. Atha, like there's the Vedanta sutras. They begin Atha, Brahma, Yigyasa. That's the first sutra of the Vedanta sutra. simply means like now we, we are going to study about Brahman. Like about, about spirit. Mm. Uh, and here, Atha, now we're going to... Like shasana me- means both study and discipline it means study but in the in the context of discipline like mm-hmm. um, like discipline study and the study of discipline <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, interrelated so we, here we we're going to to you could say like now the discipline of yoga so then there can be different ideas about what now means, for example, when it comes to the vedanta sutra then now means like now that we have understood that material life is not going to satisfy us we like we have actually we have actually kind of reached perfection in in mm. material life like in in that context but we know that even if you reach perfection in material life even that is not satisfying mm. so now we're going to inquire into the spirit mm. So here in this context, here here with 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 yoga, it's it's um, it is said by the commentators that, that it it doesn't have a, a prerequisite like that that you have to kind of have understood everything else like about dharma and uh, and so on. Yoga, yoga is for everyone, uh, and one commentator nicely pointed out that now means that uh, it is only now that we can practice yoga. So we shouldn't like wait until later. Or <laughs> or like or think it's too late. Yeah. And also to kind of like you were saying, like like it's not just a philosophy that we're gonna sit and think about this and what, what we're going to do. It's it's something that starts right now. So mm-hmm. so don't put put it off until later.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And also we only have now, because the past and, and the future don't really exist. They only exist that exists. The only thing that <laughs> the only time that exists is now. Yeah. Uh, and if we don't do it now, we're never going to do it. I mean, <laughs> of course, uh, we shouldn't, as I say, th- ever think it's too late either. But uh. And then the, the yoga word, uh, because yoga can also have, the word yoga also has different meanings. And one is like, it's like to uni- unite, we unite ourselves with the higher self, for example. But here in, in Patanjali's Yoga Sutras, he is not really defining it like that, but more that yoga as a, as a, is like a method for, not for uniting, but for separating yourself from the movements of the mind. Mm. And when you have done that, you're simply resting in your own being. Yeah. Uh, and uh, although it is also part of the practice to kind of devote yourself to the higher self, also, but but the word yoga itself doesn't doesn't have that meaning here in this context.
0: So let let's go to the second sutra.
1: So the second sutra is yoga's chitta vritti nirodha. So yoga means the stilling of the movements of the mind. So in our mind there is always noise and talk <laughs> going on. It is really uh, like normally. We re- really only have a still mind when we are in deep sleep, uh, but that that doesn't, you know, last <laughs> very long. That we we wake up and and the movements begin again. Mm. So, so like sometimes after, like um, some intense practice, one can kind of experience this kind of silence of the mind. Like you can be out walking and uh, like a- after this intense absorption and you can hear like that there are like many sounds in the environment and things are happening but still it, somehow it feels quiet everything's it's everything just seems very quiet and you may wonder like what that is but it's the mind is silenced
0: yeah so this sutra says that yoga is control because nirodha means control right or stopping is uh it's control over the compulsive, cyclical actions of of one's mind. And all these actions, like in the mind, is the citta. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, the, the, the citta is, is the mind. Uh, vritti are these movements.
0: Uh, yeah, citta, vritti.
1: Mm. And, and yeah, like nirodha uh, can be translated as stilling, but also every Sanskrit word have, have many definitions so yeah to control is uh, also totally uh, makes sense in this uh, context and in the third sutra it is explained what uh, what happens when the movements of the mind have been controlled and stilled then we are resting in our own being and one commentator nicely said that it, it is like if you kind of Turn off all kind of artificial noise so that you can hear hear the kind of natural sound, just like sounds in nature. Mm-hmm. So, b- because if you think of st- just like stilling the, the the movements of the mind, you may think that you just become like like a like a stone or something. But it's actually something very beautiful and peaceful, yeah. and and like living. It's it's not something dead. It's it's actually. Uh, the life that you you can't really access when when there is so much like noise in the mind. The third sutra says that then we rest, then we are, we are resting in our own being, like the seer rests in his own being. It's called the like the, the self is re- referred to as the seer because Patanjali sees the soul as as a witness.
0: So, it's kind of answering the question why we are doing yoga. We are doing yoga to achieve this kind of state of uh, where the citta vritti is not like influencing us, but we are kind of, our mind is still.
1: Yes. Then, yeah. And then we are resting in our own being.
0: Mm. Very beautiful. So, then we have the fourth sutra
1: yes so so then it's it's simply like looking at it from the other side like if we don't do that uh, if we don't still the movements of the mind so that we can rest in our own being then our being is invested in these movements of the mind is it's identifying with these movements of the mind as if it's us but it's it's just actually artificial influences
0: yeah we talk about it also when we made the podcast about the bhagavad-gita how we identify ourselves with what we are doing. Like, I'm a teacher, I'm a wife, I'm a this, I'm a that. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not that. I'm, of course, like, doing these things. I'm. These are part of me, that's for sure. But I'm not that. I'm just influenced by the circumstances. That's why I'm saying I'm that.
1: Yes. Yes, we're identifying with uh, kind of temporary designations, mm. things we are for the moment. But there is something that we are all the time yeah. uh, that doesn't change when all these other things change, like our like, very kind of core being.
0: So what happens if we don't steal our mind?
1: it is simply that like that's that's the answer it gives if we don't still our mind then we will simply float on the waves uh, of of the of our of our mind yeah waves
0: yeah actually the the next five sutras will explain more this fourth sutra so um from five to eleven so we're gonna go more deep into that, um, the next time.
1: Yes, like uh, because yes, this fourth sutra kind of brings up the question: like, what are these movements of the mind? So then, then, like you said, those following verses are elaborating on that. Yeah. So, so to yeah. So to wrap up, uh, recap, repeat. Uh, now we are going to study this discipline, and the discipline uh, is meant to still the waves of the subconscious and when that is achieved we will rest in our own being and if we do not achieve that we will simply continue as we always have to float on these waves of the subconscious and identify with temporary designations and next we will kind of elaborate more on what these citta vritti this this um waves of the subconscious uh, uh, what they are like what they are
0: Mm. very beautiful thank you so much so um, yeah we pretty much introduce also the next uh, what we're gonna speak next so I guess that's it for today thank you so much
1: yes short and sweet thank you
0: see you soon see you I hope this episode fulfilled its purpose of inspiring you if you like it, feel free to share it, give a review or a rating, subscribe, and if you have any question, please get in touch at aikoota.com.